This is Invest Talk. Independent thinking, shared success. Justin Klein and Steve Peasley stand ready to take your finance and investment questions and share their unbiased answers. Invest Talk is made possible by KPP Financial, a registered investment advisor firm serving clients throughout the United States. The clarity for your path forward starts now. Here is KPP Financial President, Financial Advisor, Steve Peasley. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. Uh, winter is still hanging on. I mean, there's some pretty severe weather coming around here today, tomorrow. Even here in Southern California, we're getting lots of rain coming in. And we're supposed to have more rain next week. And that's, we've got way more rain than we normally have been getting. And I know snow is piling up in the Rocky Mountains and snow piling up in the East Coast. So we're really in for a pretty wintry winter so far. And here we are supposed to be coming out of it here on March 14th, you would think. Anyways, it's week 11 of the new year, 2023, and nothing, of course, stands still. Everything moves, and that means the market is constantly changing. We've seen that for just the last couple of days with the bank failures that we've had to deal with, and that's still going to be dealing. You know, do you think those are the only ones? Do you think those are the only two, the two banks that they, that was a third one in New York? Do you think that's the only ones that are have struggling? It's not. It's not. Now, we've got to calm down the fear. The runs on the bank is really what, what's the worry. Not the banks failing, but the fear surrounding the banks failing. Everybody you know, trying to get all their money out at one time when they really don't need to. And that's really the problem. Fear. Fear and greed. Two, two of the two emotions that really drive markets and cause a lot of problems. So you've got to control those things. You know, as a, if you're a serious investor, you know that this the market dynamics and economic geopolitical variables change all the time. You got to learn to deal with them. I'm Steve Peters, and I'm here today on this radio program and podcast to help you make the most of your portfolio strategy and your decisions regarding your portfolio. And I look forward to doing the show. I do like doing it, um, uh, and I do like hearing your financial questions, what you want to talk about. So. And for those who are new to Invest Talk, let me assure you that I'm not going to try to talk into anything. I don't do that. We, Justin and I try to give you the straight, unbiased answers you're looking for. So that's what we try to do. That's our, our main goal. We're not trying to sell anything. We don't sell you stuff or convince you to buy stuff. We just want to inform you and let you make intelligent decisions with your portfolio. So we don't have a hidden agenda, anything like that. I tell you, I, you know, I told, I, I'm pretty straightforward about what's going on here. You know, we do this show because it is a uh, a way for us to get the word out, and of course, we would love to have you as clients, and that's one of the main reasons we do the show. But we also do it to give information that people need because it's hard to get it. You know, it's hard to get the information you need about the stock market, the economy. It's 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 difficult to. Get straight answers. So, anyways, in today's investing situation, is very different because interest rates have been falling. I mean, have been rising. When we were falling for, what, 30 years, they were going down, 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 slowly, slowly, slowly. And then last year, all of a sudden, turned around, they started jumping up, and they jumped up fast. The Federal Reserve has popped them up. Now, 
with the bank's failures that we just had? Do you think they're still going to raise interest rates again? They had some some, uh, inflation news today, which we'll talk about. We'll, We'll talk about that a little bit more. So, I'm here for your questions. I want to make you a successful investor. I want you to grow your money, okay? And that's what we're here to help apply some of the principles that will help grow your money, okay? So give me a call. I want to talk to you. Answer any financial questions you have. We'll talk about it. Our number is 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. And we've got lots of material to cover, as we usually do. My focus point concerns the uh, story behind, should you invest in stocks, bonds, or a 4% CD? Where should you go? You, you, now you have more choices now since interest rates are higher. I mean, when they were down below 1% for bonds, was it, you know, do you really want to invest in bonds with that kind of return? So now we have different choices. The yield curve is inverted, still is. That's not good news. Uh, but the interest rates in the short term treasuries are looking pretty strong. We're going to talk about that. Really, we are. And, of course, I want to talk about the CPI numbers for February that came out. We'll discuss that in detail. And how to get rich. Three things. You know, and I always lean on Warren Buffett because he got rich, and his lessons are very valuable, so we'll lean on those, how to get rich. Anybody can do it. I, I'm, and people tell me, that. well, I can't. I don't make enough money. I, I don't buy that. You, know, you can you got to make more money then. How do I do that? Well, you know, there's, you can get a second job, but that, I think you just get a better quality job. You can do that or just stop spending every dime that you make. There's ways to get rich. And don't think about retiring until you have paid off your loans. We'll discuss that too. Don't even think about it. What loans am I talking about? We'll talk about that in more detail. So those are the things we're going to discuss, but of course you drive the show in the direction you want to take it. So you have to tell me what you want to do, okay? We also have some voice bank questions that we'll talk about and Carnival Corporation, the Carnival Cruise, someone wants to talk about that. Kronos Worldwide Inc., someone wants to talk about that. These are the people that rated us on iTunes, and they asked the questions, and we promised to get to their questions right away. So those are the couple that we have outstanding. And it is Trivia Tuesday, so I'll have a question coming up at the halfway point of the podcast about some, some trivia, some trivia that might be of interest to you. So we got all this planned. For the episode of the podcast, and of course, I will take your live calls at 888-99-CHART. So what did the market do today? Well, did you see it? I thought it was pretty darn interesting. We had a good day, everybody. It was a a good day. Market Dow was up 336. The NASDAQ up, what, 239, and the S&P up 64, 65. So it was a, a good market day. But that's only a rebound from, what, three, four, five days in a row being down. So it's not like, whoa, the market's turned around. No, nothing like that at all. Just because we didn't have a bank failure today or someone, uh, you know, the politicians 
you know, say that they're, they're, that no one's going to lose money. I don't know if that's a wise decision, no one's going to lose money. If banks make terrible decisions on how they're running their bank, shouldn't, shouldn't the bank suffer? Now, I realize we take over a couple, but, you know, the, the CEOs making those terrible decisions, don't they, they need to be punished. I'm not talking about going to jail or anything. I'm talking about they don't need a job of any authority in the banking industry because they're, they don't know what they're doing or they were stupid. Why reward them that way? We don't want to. I'm Steve Pease, and I invite you to follow Invest Talk on social media. You can do that now. So be sure to like and tag three friends on our 50 for 50 million post. You might win a free subscription to the KPP Premium Newsletter. We're giving away 10 per week over the next three weeks. So don't forget to do that. Going to break now. Call me, 888-99-CHART. Get ready for a new KPP Financial Wealth Webinar. Value Investing. Positioning your portfolio for profitability, relative price, and dividend payments. The Wealth Webinar will be a crash course on how to structure your value portfolios, providing real examples with assessment tools that KPP Financial uses every day to grow clients' wealth. The webinar will be anchored by KPP Financial CEO and InvestTalk host, Justin Klein, and by KPP Financial Portfolio Manager, Luke Guerrero. Mark your calendar for Wednesday, March 22nd from 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific Time. You are invited to a new KPP Financial Wealth Webinar. Be sure to tell your friends and family members it's free and you can register now at investtalk.com. The stock market is constantly changing and serious investors know that they need to modify their portfolio assets to fit the times. And now, with more than 50 million downloads, Justin Klein and Steve Peasley reaffirm their commitment to providing unbiased finance and investment guidance here on InvestTalk. 888-99-CHART. Good morning, Justin and Steve. This is Nick from Iowa. I'm calling in about CVS. I've bought a little bit here now that it's come down on the dip. I see now we're at a uh, 52-week low. Wanting to know what you guys think about kind of going all in or keep buying little by little as it keeps coming down. Where do you see, obviously, your major support levels? Any information on what you think about buying in on it would be appreciated. Um, appreciate all you guys do, and congrats on the 50 million downloads. Thanks. Well, uh, CVS, everybody, operates 9,900 pharmacies and drugstores in 49 states, D.C., Puerto Rico, and Brazil. They're going to make $8.83 this year. Next year, $9.15, and it's a $75 stock. So it's a pretty good value. Sales growth is 9 to 11% every quarter for the last two years. So it's pretty strong. pays a 3.2% dividend, which I like, a $97 billion company. Uh, cash flow is very strong at $10.72. Return on equity is very good at 16%. I mean, there's there's a lot of good things about it. And mutual funds are buyers of this. Uh, there was 3,100 mutual funds owners uh, a year ago. Now there's 3,300. So 
you know, I, I, I'm thinking, yeah, this is a pretty good value. And looking at a chart, it should be coming into some pretty decent support here uh, in the in the low 70s and mid 70s and it was $75. This is where the support should come in, but on a chart, it's still falling. So you might want to wait till you see at least some strength come into this stock, but I do think it's a pretty good value. I think it's a, you know, I don't, I don't have any problems owning this company. Um, I really don't. Um, you know, they've got lots of competition, but that's, that's normal. They're, they're one of the bigger ones, so I, I'm, I'm okay with it. So I kind of like it, um, I, but I would wait to make sure that it's got, stop falling. I mean, you know, I want it to stop falling, show some strength. I'm Steve Pease. I invite you to follow Invest Talk on social media, everybody. I really do. Would love you to do that. So take a look. Go to our website. Uh, my focus point concerns the story behind this question. Should you invest in stock bonds or CDs? The yield curve is inverted. It has been inverted for some time. And cash yields look pretty attractive, more attractive than in years, right? So we want to talk about that situation. I mean, uh, does that mean you abandon stocks? Not necessarily. Uh, does that mean you abandon long-term bonds? Not necessarily. But, you know, you can get 4% on, what, a two-year treasury now? And only get 3% on a 10-year treasury. This is one of the reasons why we have some bank failures out there, by the way. The value of these long-term treasuries and these banks have gone down, 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 down as, as the Federal Reserve raises interest rates. And if they raise more, they'll continue to go down more. So that's a problem. But uh, as I've always said, I think you, you know, it, it depends on your risk tolerance. And I see nothing wrong with having bonds and holding the maturity in your portfolio. I don't and haven't for some time. We've talked about it on the radio pretty consistently. I don't like bond funds. Because all the NAV goes down in value as interest rates rise. But if you own a bond, you can hold it to maturity, even though the value might go down. If you hold it to maturity, you're fine. Banks, when they have a run on banks, they're forced to sell their bonds. They can't hold it to maturity. But you as an individual can, and you should. Okay? And that's how you avoid realizing the losses. Because you'll make your yield, whatever they're paying, 3%, 4%, whatever it is, whatever the long-term bond is. But that's why for several years now, we've been saying, you know, interest rates are going to rise, which they did last year. Therefore, you don't want to have too many uh, long bonds. You don't want to have, you want to keep your bonds short. We've been saying that for several years. Keep your bond maturity short. Protect yourself from that fall in value. See, now it's paying off if you have short-term bonds and hold them maturity. It, you know, it just makes sense, and it still makes sense to me. Now, will the Fed stop raising rates? That's really the issue. Justin and I have thank you for your podcast support, everybody, and our free downloads will continue. I want to make you aware of two other ways you can listen to us. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, Investoc YouTube channel, and an Instagram following. We're building out more content on both platforms. So go to YouTube or Instagram and search Invest Talk. Remember, there's two T's in Invest Talk. Two T's, no space. And please tell your friends. 
This is Investoc. Lines are open. 888-99-CHART. Each time I host the Invest Talk podcast, I have the satisfaction of taking caller questions and then breaking down the often complex dynamics involved. If you've never called, don't hold back. You can leave your Invest Talk questions on the 24 7 anytime listener line at 888 99 Chart. 888 Let's go talk to Gene in North Carolina. Hi, Gene. Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Thank my you. My question's about. Bond investing, you just mentioned about how you like to hold uh, individual bonds instead of bond mutual funds or ETFs and hold them to maturity. Yes. Um, the difficulty I have in trying to do that right now from what I see, and I know my the, the selection of bonds that I, I get to see is a lot less than what you see. True. Is that I would say about 95% of the bonds I see are callable bonds. Mm-hmm. Which allows them uh, to uh, the person call. who's, who's yeah. yeah to call the bond back. Essentially, it's it's um, the, the analogy would be like a person refinancing a home with a with, yeah. with a lower lower rate mortgage. They it allows them to not allow to pay you back earlier than the maturity par, of course, and you don't have control over it. The there is a call schedule, so you know when it might happen. Is that what you've been finding that most of the bonds, not like I, literally 90 to 95% I see of the bonds, whether they're newly issued, and it also applies for CDs as well as bonds, that they're callable and that, they're, and, and that, uh, that there's a possibility that, that, that I cannot hold them to maturity? Yeah, that is a problem. You're, you're right, uh, Gene. Um, they're, 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 there's a huge amount of bonds that they're issuing when they do issue them. They're callable because, you know, for obvious reasons, they don't want money. They want to pay as little as possible and still be attractive enough to buy. Have buyers come into it, um, and that's the problem we're having is the demand now has been rising since the yields have gone up. That's why I kind of pushing treasuries uh, on people the two and three year treasury because you can get over four percent for those. And yeah, it's short term. And yeah, probably the, the thinking is a bond, the long term bonds, the interest rate is going to go down, go back down. That's the thinking why the, the out there that these 3% 10 year treasuries, interest rate is going to go down. So the short term will go down. But meanwhile, you can still collect. You know, four plus percent for the two years. Why wouldn't you take it? And I understand inflation eats it up and all that, and everybody's worried about that. But uh, yeah, you're right. And there's not a lot you can do except look every. We have. Sorry to interrupt. I think the only safe thing to do is is make sure not to buy a bond over par, so you don't get uh, exactly lose. um, And and And, any bonds that any bonds I see that are non-callable, of course. The, the comparable bond, um, it, it's the yield is a little bit less, so it allows you to hold it to maturity, but of course you'll, you'll be paid a little bit less than, than the going rate for a callable exactly. bond. That's what I've been seeing. Yeah. And you're right. That's, you know, we're lucky, we're meaning the money managers like myself, is because we can shop around in a lot more places than you as an individual, and that's difficult for you as an individual. But I appreciate the call, and you're right, Gene. Thank you for the call. I do. I do really appreciate it. We got a special event coming up, everybody. A little more than a week from now, on Wednesday, March twenty second, at two p.m. 
KPP Financial will present a new wealth webinar, Value Investing, Positioning Your Portfolio on Profitability, Relative Price, and Dividend Payments. I really do like dividends, as you know. The Wealth Webinar is free, and it will be a crash course on how to structure your value portfolios, structuring them, giving real examples with assessment tools that KPP Financial uses every day to try and grow our clients' wealth. Justin Klein will be anchoring the webinar and will be joined by KPP Financial Portfolio Manager Luke Guerrero. So mark your calendar to Wednesday, March 22nd from 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific Time. 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific Time. You're invited to a new KPP Wealth Webinar. We don't put a lot of them on, so make sure you're there. Value investing, position your portfolio on profitability, relative price, and dividend payments. It's free. But you got to register. You have to register. Do it now at investtalk.com, and you've only got, what, 10 days left to register. Not a lot. And please tell your friends and family members about it. We appreciate that. Let's squeeze in another caller question from 888-99-CHART. Hey, Stephen Justin. This is Art from Tucson. Calling in about a um, small-cap value specialty chemical company called Kronos Worldwide, Inc., K-R-O. It's in a downtrend, and I'm wondering if it's a good value here. Looks like it missed its earnings last quarter, but I can't find a lot of information on this stock. Wondering what you think about the company and if this would be a good buy point and if it has any uh, tailwinds that will bring it to the upside. Thanks. I'll listen on the podcast. Bye. Okay, it's Cronus Worldwide Inc. It is a small, it's 985 million, so under a billion. Manufactures titanium dioxide pigments that provide whiteness, brightness, opacity, and durability. Okay? Uh, they're going to make 48 cents this year, but they made 90 cents last year. They're going to make $1.22 next year. It's a good value at $8.55. Um, I don't think, don't get too involved, uh, too in love with that yield, 8.9%. These small cap companies have trouble maintaining those kind of dividends. And it lost 31% in sales last quarter. So that's a tough. I do think it looks like it's right near support at $8.55. A comfortable retirement is a common goal for listeners of, the, of this podcast. And that group will include people of almost any age in any profession. And from every state. But the cost of living will vary depending on which state one chooses for their retirement years. So as we go to break, here's my trivia question. Can you name the seven best states in which to retire? I'll supply the answers after the break. But for now, my phone lines are open. Call 888-99-CHART. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It is official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs. 
eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Steve Peasley is here and ready to take your calls live. Invest Talk, 888-99-CHART. Okay, before the break, I had a trivia question for you. Uh, can you name the seven best states in which to retire? Now, first, first, you have to realize that retirement does not have equal value across state lines. And there's factors that are different and come into play. And three of the main factors are taxes, cost of living, and climate. Now, which one is the most important to you? Most people would say taxes. So obviously, some states will be much more advantageous than others based on that. The best states for minimizing taxes in retirement. So if shrinking your tax liability is high on your list, we'll talk about those states. A few states stand out. The winners on the list have either no state income tax, no tax on retirement income, or a substantial discount on the taxes levied on retirement income. But... That's just a start, as you know. While several additional states have no state income tax, the states that made our list also had favorable sales tax, property tax, inheritance tax, and estate taxes. And they are Alaska, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Nevada, South Dakota, and Wyoming. So if weather... Weather is important, climate is important, and you don't want to be in a cold place, you may not want to be in Alaska, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Those are really cold states. Now, if those seven locations aren't ideal, consider the next tier of tax-friendly states. Tax benefits aren't quite as high in these states, but they do stand out in, out in the specific category, no taxes on Social Security income. That's Alabama, Arkansas, Colorado, and Delaware. And 14 other states, but you still have to look out for high state sales taxes. Six states are six states are the standout favorites among the over 65 crowd, us people that are over that. No other states have passed their density of residents over the age of 65. Maine, 20%. Florida, 20%. So there's a lot of people, older people in those states. Of West Virginia, 19.9. Vermont, 19.4. Montana, 18.7. Delaware, 18.7. So, even if your retirement years are a long way off, it will benefit you to keep a list of worthy state locations to which you want to retire. Remember, what's your, what's your categories? What's your, what's your main categories? The taxes? Weather? Cost of living? So you got to figure out what that, what's best su- or suited for you. Maybe you're so wealthy you don't care. You only care about the weather. Maybe that's that's fine. Anyways, let's go to Binby in San Francisco. How you doing, Binby? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Well, I'm just curious that this is a good time to go into the uh, getting exposure to regional banks right now, such as the ETF IAT. Okay, good question. Exchange-traded funds seeking performance corresponding to the Dow Jones U.S. Select Regional Banks Index. 
IAT. So, has it, it was fifty dollars two days, fifty dollars a share two days ago, and today is thirty six. It got low as like thirty three or so intraday today. Uh, let me go back here. Yeah, yesterday was its low. Um, so the question is: Have they been beaten up enough? Is there enough damage? Is there more bad news coming out? Should I not worry about it because it's a pretty diverse ETF and there'll be banks in there that are good and banks that are not? Um, I would think that it could it's be something that you probably should put on your watch list. You get 4.1% dividend yield, by the way. Pretty nice dividend yield. I think it would be on your watch list, but I don't think it's time to buy at this point. I think, you know, it looks like today might be the first day uh, it, it bounced pretty high up, but ended, ended the day near its low today, and that makes me a little bit nervous. So um, I think it might be a good ETF to get into, but I, I would like to see a couple, three days of calmness or a week of calm trading before I would jump in. I mean, you've only had really a couple of days or three days where this thing is really, you know, tanked. So give it give it a little bit more time. But yeah, I think it's an opportunity that could be utilized, but it's going to be a pretty volatile ride, and hopefully you don't mind that kind of ride. Thanks, Ben B. I appreciate the call. Let's go to Tom in Kentucky. Hi, Tom. Hey, Steve. I was just wondering kind of about the regional bank stocks in general, but I was I bought some Fifth Third Bank today, so I was wanting you to kind of take a look at it and okay. just tell me what okay. you thought about some of these regional banks in general that are basically solid performers. Yeah, you know, the reason why these banks got in trouble, uh, especially the regional, not the majors, is because of, I think, poor management. So there's not that many that are going to fall apart. There's not, really. Uh, Most of them will be fine. Uh, And Fifth Third Bank Corp. is uh, out of Cincinnati, Ohio, holding company for Fifth Third Bank operating 1,100 branch office centers in 15 states. It's an $18 billion company, but size does not necessarily mean health, financial health. But their sales growth is pretty pretty significant in recent times. They don't have a lot of debt, which makes me feel better about this particular bank. Uh, management owns 1%. Mutual funds own 51% of the bank. Uh, they pay a 5% dividend. And it's a $26 stock going to make $4 next year. I mean, that's pretty reasonable price. I mean, that's very reasonable price. And there's a lot of support right in the mid-20s, right where it is. So the risk you're taking is how much damage will this bank take, uh, even though it may survive, but how much damage will the price of the stock take because of other banks having trouble? You know, And could this bank have trouble? I'd have to dig into the balance sheet to see how many what would be very interesting is see how how much in assets they have in long-term treasuries and how much value that has lost because of uh, the fed chairman powell raising interest rates and if he's probably going to continue to raise interest rates i don't know if that's really changed his mind so it's a tough call it really is but i wouldn't i wouldn't not I, you could 
put your toe in the water at, on this bank, Fifth, uh, Fifth Third Bank Corp. In other words, don't buy a whole position. See if it will run sideways like the ETF we just talked about, the regional bank ETF. See if this, you know, I'd like to see it calm down, the whole sector calm down before I jump back in. So that's what I would like to do. So, uh, I, you know, I don't think you should be in a big hurry, but this is a pretty good, solid-looking bank. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Really do appreciate it. Well, Justin and I have been telling you for a while now that we are in a new market environment. Cycles are a natural part of almost every everything in life. The stock market also experiences cycles, always does. We tell you about the cycles, bull markets, bear markets, and everything in between. So if you're serious, if you're a serious investor, you know this is what happens. I tell you, we tell you on this show it happens and been telling you for years and years and years. There are different cycles, bull cycles and bear markets, bear cycles. So you just need to you know, fit your strategy to fit the times that we're in, okay? So another day is coming. Remember, your retirement day is coming. You got to think about that. And there's another cycle that, you know, in your life, the cycle of life, you know, especially your working life. So maybe it's say, worth a minute or two take to tell you about uh, our, our firm, KPP Financial. Justin and I uh, are, run the company. We are based in Irvine, California, which is in Orange County in Southern California, south of Los Angeles and north of San Diego. And, you know, we do certain things that other people don't do. We have a philosophy of independent thinking, shared success. We implement that by providing unbiased guidance, but we also do it by parallel investing, meaning buying the same things for ourselves we do for our clients. Same price, same time, same percentage of the portfolios. You know, so I really do encourage you to take, a, a take advantage of our free offer to take a look at your portfolio, assess your risk tolerance and the risk that you're taking in your portfolio. We can do it via telephone, Skype, go to meetings. Send us a message to investtalk.com. We will respond. Or you can call KPP Financial over in California. I think after speaking with us, uh, just in a short bit, you'll understand that we're a bit different. We operate a little different. We're pretty straight shooters. We're not trying to sell you anything. We're not going to try to push you into anything. We don't do that. It's not, not, our, not our thing. We do really want to help you, especially if you're not sure what you need to do or how you should approach things. Be happy to help you. So just get this on. It's up to you to contact us so we can help you. So we'll look forward to hearing from you. Okay? And, you know, when people take the time out to leave a podcast review on iTunes when they listen to our podcast, we like to take the time out to answer their question. So this is from JDC Auburn and Barut. I have been watching Kearney Financial, K-R-N-Y, a fairly small bank stock, and it is near a yearly low. Pays a good dividend, about 5%. It has been steadily dropping and just wondering what you think about it. Now, of course, we know what's happening to the bank stock. So, that, of course, the smaller the bank, the more volatile it's going to be. Chances are it's you know, much more volatile. Um, and Kearney is no different. It is a $587 million bank out of Fairfield, New Jersey. It's going to make $0.78. Cents. It's an $8.69 stock. Pays 5.1% dividend. So it made $0.98 cents a share in 2022. 
and made $0.64 a share in this year. That's the estimate. And next year, $0.78 a share. Okay, Um, and it is growing slowly. It's sales. Um, uh, You know, when a bank is this small and paying that high a dividend, I always assume that dividend is not secure. Okay, so... Uh, you know, if the, if it's paying that kind of dividend, that means it's paying like 40, 45 cents a share and it's going to make 78 cents. So that's that's not a bad ratio. It should be able to ho- afford that. The cash flow is $1.01. I don't like the return on equity. It's only 7%. That's pretty weak. Um, I, again, I probably would wait. You want the banking sector to calm down before you jump in. That's how I look at it. Just wait. There's no big rush. You're not going to miss something. People, I think, think they're going to miss the opportunity. Stock market gives you opportunities all the time. You're not going to miss an opportunity. There's going to be another one right around the corner. So don't just don't be impatient. This is Invest Talk. Next up, I will tackle another caller question. So hang on. Thank you, and I hope to be the 50 millionth download of your incredible show. It is official. As of February 21st, an exciting new InvestTalk milestone was achieved. The InvestTalk podcast exceeded 50 million downloads. How do you guys determine a value stock? 50 million. Just wanted to get your opinion on JP Morgan and BAC. Hey guys, it's Josh from South Carolina. I'm a longtime listener. 24 7, rain or shine. On tough market days or during brighter moments, Justin Klein and Steve Peasley are ready to answer your questions. Our now preferred share is kind of a hybrid asset. It's part of the capital structure. You want to buy this what's on sale, and when it gets on sale, it's about $16 a share. $50 million. Invest Talk, 888-99-CHART. Hello, Justin or Steve. This is Chris from New York. Thoughts on ticker AER, AirCap. They just had a secondary share offering. I think it would make them the largest leasing sale airplanes. I want to get your thoughts on that secondary offering and if you think this stock would be a buy at this price. Look forward to hearing your answer on the podcast. Thank you. Okay, this is uh, AirCap Holdings, AER, out of Ireland. Leases aircraft and aircraft engines and parts to commercial airlines and cargo operators. They're, they have, they've made money, have made money for years. They're going to make $7.85 this year after making $9 last year, so 13% less. The next year, they're going to bounce back a 10% increase to $8.62, and it's a $54 stock. Okay, so what is that? Six and three-quarter P.E.? And the P.E. range is 1 to 12. So it's right in the middle of the P.E. range. So it's not cheap. It's not expensive. But it's not a bargain. Sales growth is pretty strong. 27% the most recent quarter. Before that was 19%. Before that was 36%. So the sales growth has been pretty strong, you know, in a rebounding airline industry. It would be strong, right? The price of the stock has never gone over, you know, the... What sixty two, sixty five dollar area, and it's at fifty four, and it was uh, as low as forty dollars in June of last year, and during the COVID crash, it got down into the 
teens, high teens. Uh, I, I don't see anything in this that makes me want to buy it. There's no dividend. They don't pay a dividend. Management owns 4%. I do like that. And mutual funds are buyers. That's also a good sign. So um, it looks like it's peaked right around the low 60s, and here it is, 54.52. So it's not enough, not enough bargain. If it got back down into the 40s, like 40, 41, I might be more interested because then it's a really good value stock. But they don't pay a dividend. And it's a $13 billion company. They should pay dividends. Oh, I don't like that about it. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. We have one goal here, everybody. And as you know, I mention almost every time I do the show, and that is to help you achieve financial freedom. Financial freedom. That's a really good goal. So our work will continue after this break. So get your questions in now. 888-99-CHART. Everybody wants a secure financial future. But getting there takes strategy, discipline, and the right information. That means you'll have finance and investment questions. Steve Peasley is ready to provide his unbiased answers. So don't forget to call Invest Talk 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART. Okay, how to get rich. I've mentioned this many times over the years. And I really want to drill this into your mind. You can get rich. The, the easiest way I can say it is just spend less than you earn and invest that money. But what you need to do is learn the habit of saving. Learn that habit. Warren Buffett stresses that all the time. Learn the habit of saving, not the habit of spending. Saving. Savings today is still below the pre-pandemic levels. Don't try to get rich quick. That, that I see that all the you know all this cryptocurrency crap we've had for the last several years. Everybody, every Tom, Dick, and Harry thinks they're going to get rich by investing in cryptocurrency. I'm going to I'm going to get rich. You're not going to get rich. You're going to lose all your money or most of it. So don't do that. Buy quality and value in everything that you buy: stocks, real estate, your clothes your furniture, I don't care what it is, buy quality and value in everything. Invest in high-quality stocks with great value or high-quality real estate. Today, you don't have to go out and buy a whole apartment building or a rental unit. They have ETFs that do it for you. First National Realty Partners does it, FNRP. You can buy just a portion or a fraction of something that's high quality. Again, get rich slowly. It will work. But earn, spend less than you earn. That will work. And just keep doing it. That's all you have to do. So let's keep moving along. Let's take another list line question. Hey, Stephen, Justin. This is James from New York. The bank stocks got hit pretty hard today, and I'm looking at PNC Financial, ticker symbol PNC, and wondering what you guys think of it. I will be listening to your answer on the podcast. Thank you so much. Have a great night. This worries me a little bit. How many callers do we have today wanting to buy bank stocks? You know, they're having trouble. Why are you focusing, everybody's focusing on bank stocks? Are you trying to get rich quick? That ain't going to work. Let's take a look at PNC Financials. 
out of Pittsburgh. Holding company for PNC Bank Operations, 2,629 branches. It's a really big bank, $52 billion in size. It's all in the, mostly in the Northeast states. They're going to make $14.76 a year uh, uh, this year. In 2023, $14.76 a share and $15.49 a share next year. Uh, and sales growth is pretty good. Uh, and, of course, they got hit just like everybody else. They were. This was a $225, $230 stock back in December. Okay. And now it's $130 a share. Going to make $15. So that means your PE is, what, 8? And that's very low. And that's a good value for the stock. It pays 4.6% dividend. Uh, return equity is 12, which is okay. Uh, management owns 1%. Mutual funds are buyers. So the question is, is what does this rising interest rate, what has it done to its balance sheet of this bank? And I can't tell you that because I don't have those things in front of me, and it takes takes effort to go through those things. But they, from the outside, it looks like a great value. It looks like a very good value. Okay, but now it's trading below all support. Had a lot of support in the $145 area, $145 to $147, and here it is $130. So it broke down all support there. The next support comes in, oh, around $100 a share, $100, $110, somewhere in that range. Again, as I said before, there's no rush to jump into these stocks. You know, uh, I don't mind you having on your watches. I don't mind you even buying them, testing the waters, but be very cautious. There's no rush. You're not going to miss an opportunity. Okay? So be careful. Okay, don't think about retirement until you've paid off all your loans, everybody. I'm talking about mortgage, any student loans, any personal loans, any credit cards. Don't even think about retirement until those are paid off. Okay. ICPs, and this completes another Investop program. Justin Klein and I thank you for listening. And we encourage you to tell your friends and family members about our free podcast downloads. Get your downloads anytime at iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And remember to follow Invest Talk on social media. You might win a free subscription to the KPP Premium Newsletter. We're giving away 10 per week over the next three weeks. All you have to do is like and tag three friends on our 50 for 50 million post. Okay? Independent thing and share success. This is Invest Talk. Have a good night, everybody. Invest Talk is a trademark of KPP Financial. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them. Specifically, nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell security. Because such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein, Pavlis, and Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor firm which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, Call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is president and Justin Klein is chief executive officer of Klein, Pavlis, and Peasley Financial. Thank you for listening, and your comments and questions are welcome on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART.